Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Beginners SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe Gill from The Plan Success. Today's episode, as promised from last week, I'm going to be explaining exactly what schema is and whether or not you should be using it for your small business. And then we'll even talk about how you can go about implementing it on your small business website. So without further ado, oh, actually, I have got some further ado. Today's episode is episode number 50. Can you believe it? Although I don't know how it's episode 50, but Buzzsprout, the podcast platform I use, not sponsored, but if you do want to sponsor me, go ahead. Um, it says that I've this is my 50th episode. But then when I looked at my episode list, this should be my 49th episode. So somewhere in my listing of episodes there's an episode which is there's two episodes with the same number oops but anyway according to buzzsprout which i trust a lot more than my own sort of uh, recording method we are on episode 50 which is amazing episode 50 we're about twenty-two thousand downloads in and growing all the time which is great so yeah I mean, I'm just happy that people want to listen to me and I love hearing from you guys about how you're understanding sort of the SEO that I'm talking about and how it gives you the confidence to go ahead and do your own SEO, which is what I want. I'm a firm believer that small business owners don't need to be sort of outsourcing their own SEO because you haven't got the budget for it to be done by sort of an expert because if they're an expert, they'll be charging decent money which is what I charge so I know that the SEOs which are just charging sort of a few hundred a month whatever it's just not worth it it's far better to DIY it yourself by understanding the basics why because you're an expert in your industry you really know your industry so therefore you'll be able to write about it on your website and in your blogs and your content marketing and that shines and comes across far better than any budget SEO could ever do. So sorry, that was my segue. Now back to today's conversation. Today we're going to be speaking about schema and whether or not it's important for your business. Now what the hell is schema? I'm sure if you've ever googled SEO you've probably come across the term once or twice, schema markup, schema for small businesses, has it got a schema snippet, has it got structured schema, structured markup, all these types of terms. So to put it simply, because we're always about beginner SEO stuff here. What is schema? So schema is basically structured data and think of it like um, a summary contents or a contents summary put into a little block and put to the side of your web page, but you can't actually see it on your web page, but in the code of your web page, put in a little block and it's there for Google to Google bots or search engine bots to read really quickly and easily. Because think about it, a Google bot, when they're reading your page, they don't see what you and I see. Instead, what they're seeing is a page of code and the actual content of the web page, the words, is mixed in with between all the sort of stylistic code. So it just looks like a massive jumble of information that the Google bots or search engine bots have to decipher to understand what the page is about. And structured schema or structured markup is a section of code put to the side which really clearly states what that page or business or recipe or product is about. It's just making it like a cheat code, just a content summary cheat code like the cliff notes 
That's basically what it is, guys. It's the cliff notes summary for Google that doesn't want to read the whole book. They just want to have a quick look at the page, understand what it's about, and move on with their indexing and ranking. And so it really helps your SEO because it speeds up the indexing and ranking and can make your website up to 30% visible on Google. So it's definitely worth thinking about. The problem comes when I start talking about things like code, structured markup, JSON-LD, microdata, all the different ways you could input schema data. It starts being a bit like, oh God, no, this sounds too complicated. I don't know what to do. And there's also many different types of schema. In fact, there's over 792 types of schema. So, and there's also, I think there's like 30 different ways that it can be displayed in Google search results. So understandably, yeah, it's, it can be really confusing who the hell knows what they're doing. I get it. But let's just break it down. Remember, we're small business owners. So you're either a local business, you're either a service-based business, you're an online business, or you're an e-commerce business, or maybe you're like a restaurant which that's a local business. This is great for us because we know we only have to focus on a few types of schema. And actually, let me go back a little second. So when I'm talking about it will make you up to 30% more visible in what way? Where will your schema be showing up? So like I said, it's a piece of code that lives on the back end of your website, but it can materialize in Google search results via sort of um, a carousel. So if I type in um, reliable cars in Google, I might get carousel results, which is when I get a sort of an actual slideshow of images of different reliable cars and I can click through them. That's product schema. Those are people that have put in information about their reliable cars and they've said this this car, this plate, and they've put in all the relevant information and then it gets added as a car and then Google understands it as a reliable car and will serve it as part of the carousel of reliable cars. Um, whenever you type in a recipe and you might get a featured snippet in the search results of an entire recipe without even having to click into the actual results, but you do end up clicking into the results anyway. But when you see a recipe in the research results, that's recipe schema showing up as schema. Featured snippets, when it's people also ask, that used to also be um, a very commonly FAQ use schema. We don't use that so much anymore. You don't really need to. Um, products as well, for any sort of e-commerce, you need to be using product schema. Local business uh, or organization schema is really important if you ever want to have a Google knowledge panel, which is when you type in your brand name and you get a little box to the side not a Google business profile. So it's not to do with your location, just to do with your actual business. And it gives information about your business. Uh, also, what other types? Um, those are the main ones, I think. So it's most important for small businesses. So like I said, those are how, how it shows more visible in search results. And the types of schema that are important to you to show up there. Sorry, this is such a boring episode. This is why I don't talk about things like this. But if you're interested in schema, persevere. It's worth it, okay? So <laughs> I really shouldn't say that about my own podcast. If this is so overwhelming for you, you've got no idea what I'm doing, please refer back to a sort of easier podcast episode, something like best small business or small business SEO plan or introduction to keyword research or something like that. Or head to my website where I've got a free resources and also got a course which optimizes your website A to Z. But back to schema. So if you're a local business, small business, the schema we're going to talk about today is organization business or local 
business or restaurant business. They kind of, there's organization and that gets split up into different types of organizations and we'll focus on local business or restaurant business. And then you've also got articles, videos, products uh, and product reviews, which we'll be touching on as well. But those are the only ones you really need to care about if you are a small business. I don't want you worrying about the other 785 types of schema out there. Okay, so now you understand, hopefully, who can hear the little battery on my laptop because I never charge anything. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm one of those people that just spends a whole life just being around terminally, terminally undercharged. Um, okay, so now you know what is schema, where it shows up on your website or where it doesn't show up on your website. More importantly, where it shows up in Google search results and why it's important because it gives a cheat sheet cheat sheet to Google, the cliff notes of Google. How can we go about implementing it? Well, luckily for you, like I said, there's different ways of code. There's microdata, JSON, LD are the most common. And my favorite is JSON, LD. The best way to start adding it is by using Google's actual structured data markup tool. So if you go to the Google search bar, type in Google structured data markup tool. Let me just double check that is the right term. Yes. So if you go to Google search bar, type in structured data markup helper, you'll be presented with a screen and it will show you the most common types of schema that you might want to add. Now, for the sake of this podcast, I'd like you to then click on local businesses. And then this tool is so great because you put in the actual URL that you want to add schema to. And it's amazing. You just click start tagging and then it shows you literally how you can highlight information and add that. So say, for instance, the name of your business, and that will be the tag of name of organization or name of local business. Or for instance, um, you want to add in the opening hours to your schema, which is important as a local business. You want to make sure everyone knows that. So you can either highlight that text on the web page, or if it's not on the web page, you can manually add the information as well. But literally, the structured data markup helper talks you through exactly how to add schema correctly using the right JSON-LD language. Once you then have that markup data, you can then copy and paste it into your website header code. And so it will go at the top in the head directly before the body text. And again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'd highly recommend you follow this Google Structured Data Markup Helper tool because it really does lay it out for you step-by-step, one, two, three. If this is all gobbledygook for you as well, you might be lucky enough if you're on WordPress that you can just use a structured data data plugin and it just literally, again, you fill in boxes. You say, I want to add structured data for my organization and you just add in, you just fill in the boxes and then it will add the organization schema for you. If you're on Squarespace as well, I'd Google how to add structured data to Squarespace, like likewise with Wix and Shopify. Um, So once you've got your organization, that's the key one for small businesses. It's also really important if you are an e-commerce business to make sure you've got product schema for each of your products. I think with Shopify, it already adds it automatically. But that will depend on your Shopify theme code. If you're not sure if you've already got schema, I definitely recommend you head to Google Rich Results tool 
or schema.org um, validator and you can put in your URL there that you think you've got schema on and it will show you if you've got product schema or not. Those tools are great. Google Rich, Resu Rich Results Tool and the schema.org validator, schema markup validator tool are great because they also show you errors and it also is a great way to visualize what schema looks like um, and also sort of what it looks like on a code and also what it looks like to Google. It's just interesting to play around with. I definitely recommend putting in sort of maybe something like apple.com uh, and going to their rich, putting that URL into the rich results testing tool to see what Apple are doing with their schema. When it comes to SEO, a really great life hack is to look to what apple.com is doing. <laughs> like they've got the biggest you know marketing budget in the world. So their SEO strategy is what you want to copy. So I'd put in sort of the URL of their iPhone and then I'd put that into rich results tool and see what their product schema looks like and make sure you're encoding all the exact same information, obviously for your product, not for an iPhone. <laughs> um, also product reviews are great. Having product review, review schema is how you get the little stars uh, and your review score on the rich results for you, on SERP results for your product. So review schema is something else you really want to add. If you've got any videos or YouTube videos on your website, which I do urge you to have because video content is becoming important with SEO these days, I'd recommend video schema because basically what you're doing is you're telling Google, this is a video added to this page. This is the title. This is what the video is about. And it helps your video show up in the search results as well. Uh, likewise with recipe schema as well, if you've got a recipe on there. If you've got lots of blogs on your website as well, you can make sure you mark those as articles, article schema. But if you're on something like WordPress, um, a free plugin like Yoast or AI SEO or All-in-One SEO, these tools tend to automatically give your blog post article schema. So a lot of this schema is done automatically for you if you're using a sturdy CMS like WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, which is why I try not to get you to stress about this because another important note to sort of make if you're feeling overwhelmed by this talk about schema is that schema is a way to clearly um, display information about your website or business. But if you're already doing that with a clear and understandable website, then it's only sort of helping a little bit, 30%. It's not helping 100%. Google isn't saying we can't understand your website without schema. It's just saying it speeds it up for us. And it sort of increases your chance of your video showing up in the search results. It increases your chance of the recipe showing up in the search results. It's not saying it definitely will help. So please don't feel overwhelmed by this if you're just like, what the hell are you talking about today? I thought this was a beginner's SEO podcast. It still is, I promise. Like I said, go check out my resources, my free resources, resources online. Also follow me on Instagram as well where I sort of, you know, try and break things down all the time and make things nice and simple. Because with SEO, at the end of the day, it's all about creating a simple, easy to use, good looking website that satisfies your target audience's search intent. That's so many words there, actually. That is not a sort of simple SEO ethos. Let's retry that. My SEO ethos and what yours should be is creating a website that serves your clients good website that serves your clients. That is what we're after, okay? So don't stress about this if you had no idea what I was talking about today. But if you did, then make sure you're using the Google 
structured data, what's it called? Structured data markup helper and the rich results test as well. And that's how you'll add in the code to your websites. Okay, that's enough for today. I feel like I've given everyone a headache. I'm sorry. Um, I hope you enjoy it. All right, until next time. Goodbye.